0: Coast to Coast Combat Hour coming to you on the week of UFC 264. Big fight week for fight fans. As always, Ed Carver Hall here with Matthew Hawkins. Uh, podcast as always brought to you by All AccessMMA.com. Make sure you check out AllAccessMMA.com for your fight news. This week, to help us out with our fight picks, is our returning. Uh, she helped me co-host uh, not so long ago, and now she's here as a guest. Shamir Peshewa. Hey. Shamir, what's, what's up?
1: What's up, guys?
2: Thanks for joining us, Shamir. So um, we're, we obviously want to get into the UFC stuff. Do you have some stuff going on at your gym or uh, some kind of uh system you got going on for weight loss right now that you want to talk about?
1: Well, and I... I say weight loss because if weight loss is your goal, then it's my goal. Really, we focus on creating a program for people where they can maintain and balance a healthy lifestyle with exercise. So everyone's goal is different. Um, I'm not necessarily saying, like, I'll help you lose weight. But if you want to lose weight, I will definitely help you with that. Mm. Um, What we're doing is we've had – I've had the gym. I've been a personal trainer for 13 years now. So it's been a little while, and we actually grand-opened – I branched off and I opened my own location. I was always like inside of other locations before, like many personal trainers do. And we actually grand opened four days before COVID. So (laughs) that was, (laughs) so it was, I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And we were blessed to make it and uh, actually do pretty well considering Um, nobody's rich or anything yet, but we didn't, we did not Uh, fell at least. So it was good. And going into 2021, we just just started ramping up um, the mask mandate. We actually, no matter what you want to believe in, it's fine. But we actually did wear the mask the whole time. So we were one of the only gyms in the city um, actually like having people wear the mask. We had to adapt. We had to do cardio outside. Um, We had to learn a different ways of breathing so we could still learn like do the workouts in the mask mm-hmm. and still like be able to work out in a, the community that we have um we have a super strong community base to start with and everyone is actually part of the team there like it doesn't matter if it's your first day you might be working out with like a professional MMA fighter or another type of professional athlete or like a mom or a grandma or do just a random dad. Like we all work out in the same room, but you're all doing your own workouts. Yeah. Um, so we have kind of taken that and we're putting it online. So we're starting, we started our first ever boot camp online. Uh, and this one's the booty boot camp. So you guys are familiar <laughs> with your Twitter. I don't have to fill you in on that part. <laughs> but um, we're doing the booty boot camp. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter anything. You, it would be, it's nice to have a nice butt. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, you know, it's like one of those things. You know it. Both of you know it. I see those smiles. So did the, we did the booty boot camp first. Um, so it's live right now. And we actually did part of a challenge so people who wanted to be competitive and like um, entered to win like the, one of the badges we're doing camp badges um, mm-hmm. instead of like medals or something. So it kind of goes along with it. So one of those badges will be golden. So whoever has the best transformation, like the best booties, we have all the before <laughs> booty pictures at the end of the six weeks. We'll do the after booty pictures and I'll share those <laughs> with you guys. You guys can check that on Instagram and on Twitter, but um, I say all that to say, we're going to do five other boot camps. We're going to do um, a fight camp. We're going to do core camp. We're going to do all sorts of different camps over the next like year to kind of introduce our online content. And we just invite people of every walk of life to join us. We offer modifications. I do a lot of things differently so people can achieve the goal no matter what their body type is like originally or whatever they want to do to change it. Um, and we, we're we in, we're called Marvel, my fitness. We're a nerd mm-hmm. gym. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been a nerd gym this whole time. You know? yeah. So it's like, that's what we do. We help people um, be their own hero. We help people like be strong for themselves and just kind of like claim that part in it. We do have a martial arts part of the gym as well. So they get to be around that environment. And I think competitive environment is good for people who are trying to change. So we're going to start streaming content, so people can see like it is really all different types of people. It, she's it's not just her and other people who are athletic. Mm. There's all shapes, all sizes of people, uh, all genders, uh, every walk of life. So I want people to see that and not think that the gym is only for some people. Like you, you had said on Twitter, like I want to lose twenty pounds. I'm like, yeah. All right, DM like text me like let's mm. go like text me let's do this because it's easier than you think. Mm-hmm. You just don't know you just don't know how and everybody like gate keeps and like charges ridiculous amounts of money. And I'm like, are you supposed to be helping people? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, yeah. like, I understand like your, the goal is to be, you know, at least like doing well enough. Mm-hmm. But what about helping, actually helping people? Most people, yeah. when they do like a camp, they don't help you. Everyone who's in the camp, I'm helping. If they get stuck with something, I'm helping them. So we yeah. did the challenge and then we also have it available for just PDF download, with YouTube links. Hmm. Um, So that way people can do it at their own pace if they didn't want to do the challenge. Um, So we really do try to be available to everyone who wants to be a part of us. I'm a functional coach. I'm a movement coach. Like for me, it's how the body operates. And if I can see you move, I can help you achieve the thing. Hmm. So I just offer people when they are buying stuff online, don't be afraid to check in, like message me, send me the video. Like, I will help you. And they're like, what? And they're like, well, the other girl I bought it from, she didn't ever talk to me. And I'm like, I know (laughs) (laughs) that's why you didn't get any results. You didn't buy another thing for her. Like, I actually want to see you succeed. I want to see you do better. Um, So if you're interested in fitness content, please check us out. We are Marvel, my fitness on Instagram. You can find my Instagram, uh, Shamir underscore WMA, of course on Twitter, which is where we all kind of met. It's real hella kitty. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for giving me a chance to talk about that. Um, I think no. we're going to lose 20 pounds. So people are going to see you lose 20 pounds anyway. So yeah, that's happening. I, <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely got to
0: happen. I already know what I'm doing wrong. It's not like I haven't lost weight before, but I mean, you know, I train too and I, and I'm, i teach out here in, in Jersey and stuff like right. that. But, but my, it's not
1: I, even, it's not even that it's just account somebody to be accountable to.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like a plan that, can fluctuate yeah you know uh, how to balance you know
0: you know what's funny is um I mean with the last time we (laughs) talked you talked about how how you had just opened as a location just before COVID hit and that's around the same time that we last when I when you were on the podcast substituting for for Matt here and uh, we were talking about having to deal with all the protocols and the masks and stuff like that and so I'm glad you caught us up with that because um are you noticing now that coming out of stuff or whatever your you know state of mind is, have your uh, attendance increased or are you seeing old faces you thought you wouldn't see coming back? Because that's what's happening here out here in Jersey for me. Like Absolutely. Uh, January, February, uh, the Thursday night class I teach, there was probably six to eight people in it. Now it's double that. Yes. So it, it's, it looks like people are just wanting to get out and get moving, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's great. No one needs to be that sedentary for the time that we were, Um, whether you were or weren't, you know, like your life was definitely altered during that time. So it's Mm -hmm. good to just have a sense of like, um, community and just like, Oh, well, I used to go and do this. And now I can go and do this again. Like, it's nice to see people. There's been people the whole time who are like, I'm coming, I just have to wait. I'm like, you're okay. Like, you're good. We're here when, you know, we'll be somewhere, you know, like we will be somewhere when you're ready. And mm-hmm. it's nice to see those people coming back out. Um, Jermel the MMA coach at Marvel, he, uh, he was like, we had like two to three people, four people, you know, like we're, we're new and we're very open about being like a beginner's school. Like, I don't want to teach you if you've already like gotten there, like I want to get you fitness ready so you can go to another gym and actually mm-hmm. like compete with them and like, be able to learn the things i think it would be better for martial arts in general if when you got a student they were like i have like a functional base mm-hmm. i can for do a sure. front roll i can do a back roll i can do a cartwheel i can do whatever the the thing is um and then better for everybody higher... too yeah so, and everybody
2: higher... signs up you don't want to be paying for that's a lot of money when you're
1: paying just to learn how to do a roll right right and it's like if you're it, you don't want to go there a lot of people don't want to go there
0: mm-hmm. when
1: to like one of the bigger gyms you know, in the area. So we're like, dude, we're a beginner school. We are not, we're still fighting. We're, I'm mm-hmm. not nobody, I'm not anyone's like MMA coach. Like I'm not, try- I'm trying to fight, you know. But if you would like to be here and be doing the reps with me and be doing the things with me and be doing like all the training with me, then that's totally cool. And come on, let's go. And it was like two to four people um, on average. And those people were like every week. Mm-hmm. So it's like we did have like a, we have a little crew, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. Cause like, you know, we have a little crew now. You know, and then about two months ago, it was like, oh, we have fourteen people. <laughs> yeah. And me and Jamal are like, dude, we have fourteen people all of a sudden. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. And then a boxer, of one of the boxers came in, um, a Knoxville boxer, So Alonzo Butler. He came in and he was like, hey, I really like the vibe up here. Like when I'm here, like let's hit myths, let's do stuff. So he's come in and land, uh, put in a lot of striking knowledge that. I didn't have access to previously. Like I haven't learned boxing, but it's been a fun, it's been fun to learn and like, kind of like just step outside of my own comfort zone and be like, Oh, you can do what with these? Like, <laughs> let's do this. So it's been nice to get a lot more striking focus. Yeah. Um. Over the past, like six months as well.
0: So let me ask you with, with um everything else that that's happening. Cause I know the last time we talked um, the, because of the timing was so bad as far as co- your, your combat sports careers, you obviously, you know, it's funny. I mean, the thing I love about you is like, you have so many, you have so many like targets and goals and you're going after all of them. And I feel like that doesn't get enough. That's why I like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you back on. I mean, cause <laughs> look at what, I mean, what you're doing, it's helping so many people. I mean, I mean, I've followed, I've been following since we spoke the Marvel, my fitness uh, journey with, uh, I know you've held grappling tournaments and stuff there and everything. I mean, it's fantastic that, that, that what you're doing down there but one of the things we we actually
1: go ahead no go
0: ahead. i was gonna say one of the things we talked about though was because i remember because it was only in the beginning stages back then when we talked you had you you were trying to reach out to race f on them to get back into fighting so now with all these new uh responsibilities is your focus changed or no
1: i've actually i decided um between the time we've talked um Mm. that i was like you know what if I can get this running, I don't have to be here. Hmm. And I've put through the year that it's been pretty much since we talked, I Hmm. have actually created that and made that and like created jobs for people. And like, we're at the point where like income, like incomes are going to be replaced. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're at a point where it's like, okay, we're, we're freaking doing this. Like this is happening. Um, It's nice to see it coming together. Uh, I, I knew it would take a little bit of my fighting career away to like finish making it. And it's totally been worth it because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to like give back way more than I could have. If I didn't have the gym, I could be working a job for somewhere else. I could be training. I could be doing anything else. I'm, I'm, I'm well versed in a lot of things. I could be doing anything I wanted to do to make more money, Mm -hmm. but I, I've always had a really strong sense of community. So it's been hard if I don't have that. So for me, I wanted to create that atmosphere and like make sure that it was running before I stepped away from it. And it's happening. Like it's, there's other teachers now, there's other trainers now, like everything. It's not just me. Um, so I, I've, I knew that if I didn't, it would be too much. Hmm. I would have way too much. And now I don't, I just, I've worked more on my mental game and be like, no, I'm delegating this. I don't have to touch this. Thank you. I trust you Uh, really did like the shadow work to kind of be, uh, to let everything go because I don't, I didn't know about COVID. I didn't think about a lot of the things that happened, but I've like pulled it off. And it's just kind of been really rewarding for me in a lot of ways to kind of be like, no, you know, I can do this. I can do both. Like I can create a business And, like, have people in place that are part of that business that will continue to grow, you know. And so, that's what I did. I just made a bunch of choices. Ken, he's going to be, he's our manager. He he went to the Olympic trials for Taekwondo. He's fought a couple amateur fights. Um, He's been my best friend forever. You guys, we've done commentary together. We've done re-announcing together. We've done training together. I mean, like, just about anything. And he got, he's he worked himself from like being overweight to being back to normal to now he like, man, he looks like a freaking Hulk now, mm-hmm. you know, like he's just like went back and forth um, with it. And he it's, has stepped up a lot and he's going to, he's got, he does a lot of this stuff. And we have a girl, Katie in the morning, she does a lot of stuff. And we, I even formed a nonprofit between the time that I've talked to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is running itself. It's starting to run itself too. So it's just, I feel like the sacrifices I have made, Uh, at this point are paying off. It was a high risk for my fight career, but it it has turned out to be very high reward. I actually asked a promoter the other day if if he had any kickboxing or Muay Thai, like pro kickboxing or Muay Thai opportunities or even boxing opportunities um, September, October, because I'm just ready. Hmm. I don't have, I'm just, I don't care. I don't care if it's MMA. I don't care what it is. Like, let's go. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to do it. And it's, I feel good. My, I feel like I'm losing weight at the right time to be fighting then. So hopefully that's what happens. Uh, I'm looking for September, October, no matter what. So I will be doing something. If they can't find me, somebody to fight, I will go grapple somebody like I'm doing something. <laughs> so the last tournament that I got to do was the Artemis tournament that we held, but we held two tournaments last year or yeah. th- uh, and one this year, but we held, two tournaments to where they were women only. And I did that with Danny. It's really Danny Harris, her promotion. If you don't know who she is, go follow her for sure. She's Mm -hmm. a good follow just all around. Um, She has the Artemis submission tournament and she, it's all women. And we had Gina Elliott down to do commentary. We had Amy Coleman. I mean, dude, we had some of the most amazing women grapplers just, just hanging out in a room. all compete. It was awesome. It was so cool. And, um, She's really doing big things. She's down in Florida now, mm-hmm. so she's she was in Kentucky, and she would come down here to do this tournament. She's in Florida. Um, you'll definitely want to look out. If you like grappling,
2: yeah. you,
1: you definitely want to give that a go. And then we did It's a Tap. We That was like a Twitter creation. Um, we came up with the name on Twitter, and we did It's a Tap tournament, um, and it went really well. We had Fancy Pants from 10th Planet come down and ref. We had uh, Betty Lee, who is a IBJJF medalist. She and her husband did commentary. It was really cool. It's just, again, pulling those community, like, southern states. Mm -hmm. I Everyone's awesome, but this is where I live. (laughs) So it's like we try to promote the people who are there. And I try to, like, you know, really build. There's not tournaments in Knoxville like that where people win money. Like, we actually paid people money. Mm. You had to pay to enter, but you have to pay to enter everywhere. But we actually paid you (laughs) when you won, which it should be. Yeah. you know you wouldn't be selling tickets if not for the athletes yeah so you know i want to i want to help set that precedent uh the to make sure that people do get mm. a fair shake and if you can't get a fair shake we're gonna have a tournament you know nice so for the fans that are you know new to
2: to hearing you they obviously filled in for me uh about a year ago now but uh you are you are a professional mma fighter i know that yes. that could have been picked up there but um you currently, I believe Tapology has your two and zero oh as a pro. Is that yep. still fairly accurate? So
1: yeah, um, I didn't. I haven't got to fight. I didn't get to fight last year because of yeah. COVID, and I haven't fought this year yet. But I'm, I'm pretty determined to. <laughs> no,
2: that's what that's what it sounds like. I'm just trying to figure out if you could have done more if there wasn't a pandemic. It sounds like you were probably the busiest person. In the MMA world, I mean, I, you got a nonprofit. You got you got your your you know your your health series going now. You got you know you're training for fights. That's uh, that's pretty impressive that you were able to pull all that off during a a time when most people were either not able to do anything or uh, fell into a laziness where they just didn't want to do anything.
1: I don't really believe in limits. Like, I don't, I know that sounds like cliche or some people will be like, oh, fuck her. You know, like, this is stupid. <laughs> I just, I, I really don't, I, I believe everyone gets the same amount of time every day. And if I die tomorrow, at least I had done as much as I could up until that moment to make what I wanted happen. If I get taken out before I get there, I can't help that. It's up to me to like, make sure that I'm doing everything that I can do to put myself at the best opportunities and put myself into the doors. I don't wait for people to open doors for me. I'll go open the door and be like, hi, I'm Shamir. I'll go introduce myself to you because a lot of times people just wait on someone else. Mm -hmm. And it's that waiting that actually kills things because then you start to doubt yourself and then you start to have fears and then you start, okay, well, I can't really do that. It's the same with fitness. It's the same with fighting. It's the same with being an entrepreneur. So I don't really, Mm -hmm. I don't really accept it. At this point, like i just kind of like gotten there mentally and I don't know how I don't mean to sound like a dick about it. I I don't know how to help people get there unless they're trying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I can help people like make better choices, do better things. But people are always like, how do you do that many things? I just do them. Mm -hmm. Overwhelmed, scared, Mm -hmm. excited. What? It doesn't matter whatever matters is like the things that I'm doing. And, and if someone's like, Hey, I need this thing from you," I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to happen probably Thursday or Friday. And they're like, Oh, well it's Monday. Yeah. That's how many things I have in front of it. I just put them one at a time. I just yeah. do them. And if I mess something up, if I don't, if I flake on somebody, if I forget something, I I'm like, Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, how can, how can I help you?
0: Yeah. How can I help this situation?
1: Yeah. yeah. So when I, when I, appreciate you saying it because a lot of people are like wow you did this you did this i think outside some circumstances that anyone can apply themselves and anyone can do things i didn't know how to make a nonprofit. i had never written one i'd never done it but i just asked for some help and listened and wrote it and did it and so Mm -hmm. when people are like oh you had you know, you didn't do this thing or you didn't do this thing. I'm like, yeah, I know I had this other thing I was doing. It's all excuses anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really yeah. matter. I haven't bought because I did a bunch of things. Those mm-hmm. things happen to be cool, but if they weren't cool, mm-hmm. nobody would care. You know what I mean? Like people would be like, Oh, this girl just didn't do anything with herself for the rest of the time. No one talks about that girl. <laughs> you know, like, nobody, <laughs> like, nobody, nobody remembers that girl. Yeah, I mean, That's not me. Like I'm, I have too many things that I want to do. So it doesn't matter many obstacles. It doesn't matter hardships. It doesn't matter. I think I've proved that in fights too. If you guys watch, mm-hmm. you'll watch me get my ass kicked. You'll watch me kick ass. You watch all sorts of things. Like it's for me, I want Fight of the Night. I like to fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. I'm here. I'm a fan of fighting too. So I I like that part of the fight too like i want them to hit me back i want them to do a good job too like i want yeah. like that was awesome <laughs> you know like yeah. i'm usually like that was so cool and they're like get away from me i'm like oh, okay sorry <laughs> that's that's part
0: of the journey too as far as i like being a. I mean you know there there seems to be this weird belief to people that don't from people that don't really train that like when you're when you're learning martial arts and you hit a certain level then you've peaked at some point but then you learn i mean for myself anyway and it seems like it's the case for you you're always going to be a student you're always going to be learning something new and you're always going to be thirsting to learn something new and if you if you encounter this this uh opponents or you know training partner whatever that bests you i mean it's, it's always been for me like like um i don't know if you know who uh, jason scully is from the grapplers guide but um mm-hmm. he's out here in jersey and uh i've literally like i've used some of his stuff his soul training stuff and the, i've over the years, I've used this stuff to train to eventually came a black belt, and then lo and behold, I walk into the open mat, and who's in the room with Jason Scully, and, and we, I got not only did I get to train with him, but we we did three rounds together, and I, he again still taught me something new and stuff like that. It just it just fires me up to say like, there's more for me to learn. You know what I mean? So so yeah. like,
1: I totally I, understand. I don't. That's that vibe though. If you apply it to everything else. Mm-hmm you'll do great.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter what you're trying to do because if you apply that passion, like that excitedness you get uh-huh. when you go in there and you're like, Oh my God, let's get, do this. Like <laughs> we need to go, yeah. you know, like that can't be replaced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's like, whatever that thing, whatever ha- makes you feel that way, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. You know, like th- when people are like, well, I don't really want to do this. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to make you. And they're like, Oh, I thought you meant hold me accountable. I'm like, I can't make you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, like, yeah, I'll hold you. I'll be like, "Mom, you're your dumb fault." You know,
0: I'll be like, "Don't yeah.
1: ask me." You know, like there's you uh, didn't do what I said. You know, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's 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 that culture that helps people change.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely like there's a thing about. Um, I listened to a comedian's podcast, Bill Burr, and uh, I forget who he was talking to or what he was talking about. Well, one time, he was talking to. I think he was answering a letter. And he talked about the how sometimes the nest, like sometimes everybody gets in their nest and they get very comfortable in their nest. And and that can be a very damaging to a lot of people that just get comfortable with the day-to-day, you know. So that it's like because there's nothing motivating them to, to learn or strive for more or whatever like that. So that's something that always stuck with me. And I remember the last time uh, you were on, we kind of touch on this, this the the subject of just staying hungry and and staying busy and stuff like that, but um,
1: it really is a lifestyle yeah. to me. You know, like I I understand that what it looks like is crazy to other people, or I understand that they don't get why I don't go out every weekend, or I don't like I don't do a lot <laughs> in their opinion because I'm yeah. not out hanging out, I'm not yeah. like out drinking, I'm not doing whatever. I yeah. have other things to do and they're like, well well <laughs> you could take a break once in a while. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like maybe. Yeah. And I understand that that's a problem too, you know? Yeah, like yeah. But that's my that's my heart. I choose that. Like I like that life. Like I love it like even being an entrepreneur, I'm like shit, mm-hmm. this could just completely fall apart. Like that kind of chaos that's in fighting, that kind of chaos and like just mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, dude. I love it. It's might not be for everybody, but it's yeah. Well, it's definitely it an attitude.
2: Me. It's definitely a personality and an attitude that that drives you to be a cage fighter and and for sure cage, and do these risks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, for uh, sure. you know, as someone who's never fought, I can acknowledge that there's a different there's a different mindset. You know, it, it's 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 there, but it's also the drive can also be in other people in other ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be through through martial arts or anything. It's as you say, as as a business owner or as. A, you know, just just life, uh, as you say. But I, I think your attitude's great. You know, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, as as somebody who wonders if he's doing enough and stuff like that, I think like a lot of us do. Uh, just hearing your words is really actually inspirational. So I really appreciate you saying that. And uh,
1: dude, you and, can, whatever it is, you can do it. Yeah, However no I, it works, I, manageable. Yeah. Like some people got to write it down. Some people keep it in their head. Some people make spreadsheets. Like <laughs> I don't know. People are like, can I take this and put it? do this thing with it can i take this information like i'll write it on a piece of paper right can i type it up sure Mm -hmm. can i put it in a spreadsheet sure i use my fitness pal i use this sure whatever works for you and i think that's where people really mess up is they're like they try to get someone to do it like they do it and i can't like i i can help you discover how you want to do things but it's like and people are like well you're like my life coach and i'm like well i guess but it's, that's just a fancy word for people who can charge you a lot more yeah. <laughs> you know? but the, yeah. the competition aspect that
2: you got the before and afters. you're talking about the awards and stuff like yeah. that's the stuff that gets me going like i said i i still go to the gyms i would do weight loss things at dan henderson's gym uh out here in southern california and stuff and that just like, the competitive, it's the fit bit you know all of a sudden you're you're challenging other people around right. you and stuff and it's that's got to be stuff fun Yeah, exactly. And the way you're making it sound and and just your attitude actually makes it sound like it would be a fun experience, Um, even if not successful, at least it's going to be it's going to be fun, you know what I mean? We've, I all, we've, we've all, yeah, we've all spent money on stuff that hasn't worked
1: out, and and, and No, you'll and, in the have fun. World. You will yeah. learn something, and you will have fun. You will sweat. You will learn something. You will have fun. That is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You you might not come back, but you will do those things. You might... <laughs> <laughs> most, most people come back. I'd say once they're in there, they're like, "Oh, this is chill. This is yeah. this is nice. Like no one's yelling at nobody." I'm like, no. I'm not in there yelling at you. I'm not. I'm like, hey, it's more of an educational Uh area. Like some of the some of them hee haw, but that's (laughs) they're gonna hee. That's how they get through it. Some people cuss the whole time. Some people (laughs) hee haw the whole time. Some people put their head, you know, their headphones in. They tune out everybody else. It's just you get to be yourself there.
0: Yeah, I can tell. I mean, just because like. You know, following you ever since since we talked the last time and, and watching all this stuff. And I actually, I mean, there's some of the floor drills that you do for warm up that I do now when I'm warming up to get ready for my sessions and stuff like that. But uh, that's I can, awesome. I, I can tell that but some of the stuff you do that when I, I forgot what I, anything that's probably because I'm, I'm, I'm way older than you. I'm
1: deceptively old.
0: Some of the stuff you do, <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm just like, yo, not for nothing. I would probably be like, yo, this shit is too hard. Like I could see myself as long as I've been trained. I mean, I've been training. I've been training almost 30 years now. But like, you know, there's things now like because I have a tear in my pec. So like I can't do push-ups the way that I used to do push-ups anymore. So I saw you doing some sort of some sort of uh, transitional floor exercise that I was like, oh, man, if I do that, I mean, she'd either be on my ass yelling at me for doing it wrong. And I'd be like, no, this shit is too hard.
1: But- no, we'd find, a- we'd find a way to modify it. And yeah. if we couldn't modify it, we'd find what muscles were weak in the motion, and then we would work on those muscles, and then we would make it a goal to get there. That's what I do with everybody. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you can do it. I had a girl who couldn't like do the floor, like the squat challenge that was earlier this year. You get uh, toes touching the wall, so your body is right up against the wall. Like you only have as much space as like your toes to your heel, mm-hmm. and you have to sit down into a squat all the way to the ground and lay down, and then stand back up it's hard yeah and most of the people who are doing it you can tell are gymnasts or yoga yogi people or uh, strippers or swimmers like they're they're whole body athletes is what i'm saying like they're mm-hmm. complete um a lot of athletes are not really complete they can do like the thing they're supposed to be doing but then like they can't do other things athletically or move in a way that's athletically in those ways so it doesn't matter like how big or small someone is. It depends on how many reps they have and what muscles are built up or if they've done the reps to get the skill. Everything's a skill. So I had a woman who were like, who was like, I really want to be able to do that. And I was like, all right. Cause I'd posted it. And so over from when I posted the video to now, she's aware she can get all the way to the ground. She's not a small lady, but she's now to where she can get all the way to the ground. It doesn't matter what the skill is. I promise you. Unless there is a functional, like a tech pair or tech pair, peck tear, um, Mm -hmm. or a rotator cuff injury, or you've had a surgery and the ligaments and tendons aren't the same. Like, unless there is like very much damage, you can recover it. Yeah. And most people think about like rehab, but honestly, man, like you can, there's so much stuff that doesn't hurt that you can build up. You have so many tiny muscles in your body Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like my bread and butter, just people being functional for themselves. I don't want you to like go outside and play with your kid and tear a hamstring, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, I tried to do a, a handstand on my daughter's TikTok and broke my arm. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah. That's a real story. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, okay. And she's like, I have to be able to do a handstand. I'm like, you already broke your arm doing it. Now you're here. <laughs> I'm like, all right, come on. I'll teach y'all, i guess you know like, let's go you know all
0: right well uh just to segue in because you were talking about how you like fighting and competition there's some fights going on this weekend uh ufc 264 um and we're gonna have uh you help us do some predictions on the main card so okay. i'll bring it up on the screen here um dun, matt- dun, dun. <laughs>
1: no, i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> matt we usually do uh start at the bottom and then work our way up right
2: that's it right there. Yep. There we go. See if I can get through this weekend. First time in a decade I haven't been out to Vegas in July for the fights. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: I, that yeah. is sad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now it had become my tradition, and then they decided to have McGregor be $500 to get in the door fight. And... <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I wouldn't pay that even if I had it.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. Not for yeah. this one. But but anyways, it is a good card, good pay-per-view card, and uh, God bless everybody who could afford a ticket and will enjoy <laughs> Las Vegas this weekend without me. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, the event kicks off. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley uh, returns to the cage against Chris Motino, uh, a late replacement uh, fight. Uh, we kind of uh, – hinted at this fight last week with Chris Reaney. Uh, so anybody who listened to the show will have no doubt, uh, who I'm picking in this fight. Um, I'll go first then right now. I I think Sean O'Malley, uh, especially when he could kind of handpick his opponent, I believe he will finish this, uh, Chris in, uh, in about the third round, uh, now, actually, I'm gonna go quicker than that I think it's gonna be a second round knockout uh, I think O'Malley'll just pressure him um he has a good chance to kind of put on a showcase fight here obviously chris mutano uh can um can make a name for himself but uh, on short notice I think this is a tough tough fight to jump into uh shamir how do you uh how do you see this fight?
1: I think that it i think he had to see something in Chris to be like, oh, I want to fight this guy you know yeah. and there's people even that I look at that I'm like, this is what I would do to you. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. This is how I would fight you. So there had to be something I agree that he saw that he could take advantage of. I really don't know anything about Chris. And so when it popped up, like I know he had, he's in the UFC, but besides that, I mean, he doesn't even have a picture, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know very much about yeah. him, but when it happened, <laughs> there was like the stuff on Twitter where I pretty much handpicked it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, he will probably win. Because he, and then I also thought, like, if he loses, will we see like a Ronda Rousey type? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we probably will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's be honest. Somebody yeah. else needs to do some soul work, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's, we're all on the same page. I mean, there was short notice opponent, uh, handpicked Sean O'Malley. Obviously, didn't want any of the smoke from the folks that were already in the UFC raising their hand. So, um, I think we're all on the same page. On this one, um, it's hard not to pick. Uh, usually, uh, it's hard not to pick uh, someone coming in short notice. It's, not, it's hard not to pick the guy that's been in camp and training. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, we're on the same page with that one. So
1: And the reach is just – he's. I feel like, yeah, he's definitely going to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's not 5'11". He's got to be like 6-something. I, I feel like that might be wrong. but I, I have think to he's just
1: long. <laughs> I'd have to see him in person. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Unless somebody's in, really in front of you.
0: Yeah. Um, here we go. Here's a, yeah. a weight class that you're familiar with, Shamir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bantam Wave, Irene Aldana versus Yana Kuniskaya. Um, I mean, we'll let you go first since this is your territory. How do you see this one going?
1: Well, I think Irene's going to have something to prove since her last fight with Caitlin, She lost by decision, and she didn't seem – she didn't seem very happy with it. And so I think that she's going to come out and definitely be more aggressive because of that. Um, But I, I think that Kunsakaya takes it because she is also on a loss, but I think she does better when people come forward on her. If that makes sense. Like, I think she does a lot better when someone's coming in. So unless Irene like stays back and really like plays her, reach and plays like her ability to kind of be away from mm. someone, you know, like if she doesn't play her reach, I don't think that she takes this one. I could be wrong, but I think K- Kuniskaya takes it just out of the mat, the style. Mm.
2: I, I, I kind of made that, you know, I see that definitely kind of happening here. I think uh, Kuniskaya, she's going to be the more volume puncher. Uh, Aldana, I think the fight stays up on its feet the whole time. I think this is basically going to be a boxing match or a kickboxing match. Uh, Aldana definitely has, Aldana has the power. She has the one-punch knockout power, which was obviously uh, exhibited in, in her fight with Caitlyn Vieira. Um, but you don't win UFC fights just with a couple strong punches, and I think we're going to see a situation where she's outpunched probably three to one uh, numbers-wise, and that's going to always get the judges to uh, – mm-hmm to go that route um you know i, I just on a, i am rooting for aldana um met her when she was fighting invicta covered a couple of her events uh super exciting fighter um yeah this was obviously the former uh champion the one of the mm-hmm. uh, of invicta before she came over to fight chris cyborg i, I mean i think it's a great fight uh, but i just i just unless Aldana can land the big punch, I don't see her. I don't think she can win a decision and I don't think there's going to be any submission or grappling involved. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that's going to be a factor. Uh,
1: and so I'm sorry. So. I, I said Kunska had lost her last one, but she actually had won that. So that's my bad. Yeah, she's on, she's on a two fight winning streak. Yeah, uh, I didn't after. want somebody to be like, Shane. And I was like, I just saw the, I just <laughs> that she did win it. Yeah. But I, I think that was a rough fight though. Like for some reason I don't in my head remember her winning that fight. So I have to go back and watch it. <laughs> but,
2: um, but she yeah, tends to think... come out looking bloody. She's not. She's yeah. a bleeder. I like you know? it. I like it.
1: I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm just saying. I I would be more than happy to oblige. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's funny. So far, we're all on the same page. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you guys. I see Kuniskaya. I mean, just because Matt mentioned how she's a former champion, that's one of the things I put down in my notes. And um, just the, the the striking ratio too is a good point that you made, Matt. That uh, I, f- I feel like she might be able to just do a uh, do a lot more to win than um, Aldana can. But uh, I uh, I also have that in my notes too, Shamir, what you said about her not wanting to stay coming off of an of a loss. Um, I,
1: she's a pretty spunky yeah. lady. Like she's she's pretty feisty herself. So I would like to see Aldana take it just to not. I know what it feels like to have that kind of loss and be like mm. I want to go out there and do better for myself like i want to go out you can tell they're both they're both true competitors but you Uh, can tell with her she i think she might i would like if she had a little extra mustard mm -hmm. saturday you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't think that's what's gonna happen i don't know but i do think um she could get it done Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we we know she can
2: well the bantamweight landscape you know, and no disrespect to Kuniskaya, but a matchup with between her and Nunez isn't as interesting to me as an Aldana matchup with Nunez because of her punching power. And uh, the you know, at that point, I, I think we're getting to a point with Nunez. It's going to take somebody probably landing something very big
1: in order mm-hmm. to. It's going to gonna take her. an Andrade type type situation. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a mistake on mm-hmm. on her part, on Nunez's part. Yeah, it's. It's going to be someone who can create that person who has drilled it a million times to create a mistake. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of mistakes, a lot of people
2: think Greg Hardy in <laughs> the <have> a- <laughs> <laughs> the UFC is a mistake, uh, but uh, you know, being fair, the man has put in his work while in the UFC has fought some really good competition and has a decent record at seven and three. Um, he faces Tai Tuivasa, uh, Mister Shuey there, um, and uh, he comes in at twelve and three. Ed, why don't you lead this one off?
0: Um, I mean, I feel like uh, Tuivasa has probably got the uh, the recipe to uh, hand Hardy another loss. Um, I know. I know Hardy's been, you know, favoreded by the UFC. He's always on the main event somewhere, and you know uh, he's definitely got the punching power, of being a professional athlete, you know, for most of his life and stuff like that. But um, I, I just feel like Tuivasa. That's a that's a, a tough customer coming out of Australia, and uh, not not a, not a, not uh, unfamiliar with feeling some heavy shots of his own on top of dealing them out. So um, I'm going with Tui Vasa on this one.
1: Shamir? I am not a very big Greg Hardy fan. <laughs> um, not really because of anything he's done wrong, but because he continues to behave in such a way that is is just not just, – I don't like people who act like that. I don't care what you've done wrong in your life. You don't have to act like you're God's gift to everything and like the coolest thing in the world. And I'm just not about it. Um, so I would love for him to get <laughs> smashed. by <laughs> the boss, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. So I always, no matter if I actually think he's going to win or not, I will always bet against him. Just because somebody could be like, you'll win $300 if you bet on him. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. even want him to have the money of it <laughs> I don't even want him to know it So, tie to tosa. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think this is gonna be one of those fights where you're either gonna be real happy it was on the pay per view, or you're gonna be wishing you uh you didn't waste 15 minutes of your life when they're both gassed out in the third round. Um, oh, I, that would be
1: I, excruciating. I, I kind of see
2: that happening here. I, I because I don't. Oh, I, do I think say there,
1: that. Uh. Well,
2: I, I, <laughs> see, I think I think they'll both be a little bit timid in the beginning, just because of each other's power. We've seen it a million times. Um, I do uh, think that. I think. <laughs> I, uh, but but with that said, I do think Tuivasa then eventually gets a late second, or you know, third round finish Damn. over a tired the MMA. Party. Gods
1: heard it. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think, I think the two uh, between the two of them. If you assume they're both gassed, I think two of
2: and us they us them. They listen to that a lot.
0: It's I agree. I'm just
1: fucking with you, really. No, no, <laughs> I just think um, it would be, you know, if you're waiting to watch the next fight, yeah. and you got to wait 15 minutes of these dudes just laying on each other because they're tired. No one wants yeah. to see that.
2: Well, I don't know if it's going to be
1: laying on top of each other. I think we
2: might actually get kind of a just a, a winded kind of slow heavyweight yeah. plotting punching, <laughs> which can be even worse and but i do think Tuivasa is of the two with his one punch knockout power i know hardy has power but i think Tuivasa can carry that later into the fight even though exhaustion and i think he would be able to land something on hardy so i think it's going to come down to uh, unless it's like in the first 20 seconds of the fight and this is just a, a phone booth knockout i think mm-hmm. it stretches on a little bit and i think Tuivasa eventually hurts greg hardy um yeah. With that, with that said, if Greg Hardy pulls out a win here at some point, even though he's gotten the uh, the golden child treatment from the UFC, he's gonna start to earn it. If he can pick up a win over here at Tuivasa, even the haters guy are gonna have to start acknowledging that he we gotta deal with it. He's mm-hmm. he's you know he's legit. He's gonna be point.
1: there. Yeah. He's gonna be there. Well, so I I'd, I'd, I'd say that he is legit anyway. I mean, like if you I don't. No, I, know, I don't mean legit.
2: I, I mean, but as far as uh, uh, somebody that we actually got to deal with as a contender in the heavyweight of the at, at the UFC, um, being legit, everybody in my mind who steps in the cage in the UFC is is legit. Um, I, I just think you know you got to forgive somebody eventually. I know you said the guys. I, we we can all agree, guy's probably an a hole. Um, not somebody we'd all hang with on the weekend. But um, if he puts in his time, if his coaches are saying he's yeah. doing well, and and he and he earns his victories
1: there anyone well, been a anyone lot of deserves.
2: in mma <laughs> exactly
1: exactly yeah i have no no per, like no qualms with him his fighting you know <laughs> like he could do some mm-hmm. he's he's one of the people who are slick i mean think about the asthma thing yeah that no he just it, said yeah, yeah you know like i'm sure he's done that yeah. his whole life yeah, yeah. there's and no doubt like, hey 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 and someone's like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I'm guessing he didn't graduate high school on his own merits let's just put it that way um not. <laughs> with that said let's move to the heavyweight or the, the, i'm sorry the co-made event of the night of two guys who are totally the opposite of greg hardy <laughs> uh in gilbert uh burns and wonder boy Stephen thompson possibly
1: the most polite fight ever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah
2: nicest fight ever yeah. yeah um with that said i uh I'll start off here. I, um, I'm going with Steven Thompson. Um, obviously a big fan of his, we've had him on the show and, and, uh, I, I, hung out with his fight team when he actually lost to Anthony Pettis. So, um, in your neck of the woods, actually out there in, in, uh, in Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah.
1: Um, I was there.
2: but I, but I think that that Pettis thing, I think that's on everybody's fresh on everybody's mind. And I think that that's still kind of an anomaly. I mean, not take anything away from Pettis, but up until the point of the knockout, all that was early in the fight. Uh, Thompson was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, really, other than that, his only losses that we ever really think about are to Tyron Woodley. And although Burns kind of can potentially maybe match like the ability to, I just don't think he's going to be able to take Thompson down. And I think Burns will get frustrated. I think Thompson will do what he does. He'll frustrate the guy mm-hmm. for three rounds. Um, he'll he'll stick and move. He'll he'll he'll. Burns will come out of it with a bloody nose and a, and a busted up eye and Thompson will win a unanimous decision. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think Burns is dangerous early. If he gets an early takedown when they're yeah. dry and, and can, and can go for something. But I think Thompson in my mind is still, plus I really want to see him fight Usman. That's the fight that I've been calling for a <laughs> yeah. while now. Stylistically, uh, I think that's uh, Thompson. Thompson I saw Burns yeah. versus Upson. I think Thompson gives Usman that one dimension that we haven't seen him have to deal with yet. Um, and, and stylistically, I just think it's a fun, fun fight. So I'm going to go with Thompson by unanimous decision. I don't think anybody finishes anybody in this fight mm-hmm. other than Burns uh, pulling off a, a quick, you know, uh, Frank Shamrock style armbar or something early in the fight.
1: Yeah, I don't think the Pettis thing. I don't think that that was like a Wonder Boy thing. I think that was probably somebody who had watched him do something enough times where they're like, oh, I know that I could do this if I fought him or something like, I think the Pettis was kind of weird. Um, I, I really don't know how this one goes. I would like to think that wonder that Steven Thompson, I'm, I definitely am a fan of him. Um I wish that he does stay at his range, but I'm not sure that he doesn't get taken down. Burns is all is sort of like relentless at it. So unless he, ha- I'm sure they have trained to like make sure that that doesn't happen, but it's still kind of you think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you think about it in your brain, like, well, I know of these fights; he's been that's what he's gone for, you know. So I don't know. I I think Burns might take it. I want <laughs> Wonder. I want Wonder Boy to win. I would be happier if he won. If he if he does what you are saying, if he goes out there and just keeps him at bay. Yeah, I think it'll be good, but I don't think that that's what Burns. I don't think Burns takes that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm kind of. Uh, this is a hard one to pick because again, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of their fights, both men. Um, like, uh, I'm becoming. I'm a karate guy turned jujitsu guy myself. So as far as like being a fan of both their styles, it's it's uh it's hard for me to uh, you know pick a side so to speak. Um sp- haven't spoken to both men too it's even harder because i know they're both super nice super nice dudes um
1: that always makes a difference
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah none of it makes a difference but it's just I'm it just always saying,
1: like, does yeah. it always does so in your head
0: yeah and it's hard it's just hard to pick for i mean i could see so like if you look at the fight uh usman versus burns burns had a really strong first round before you know things went south for him um so I could see I could see something happening for him in the first round, especially with all the, the striking training he's done out there in, in Florida at Sanford MMA. And then I know he brought in Raymond Daniels to kind of mimic the style of uh, Wonder Boy, which is only going to help him come fight night. Um, but um, it's still not. I think
1: he's probably worked on timing those sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to wrestle, yeah, he's given you a leg. Like yeah. he has to give you a leg at some point. So you could take it and run it, you know, like you, you could, yeah, you know, and I don't know if that's why he brought Raymond Daniels in. I don't know if that's kind of like,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know
1: if he didn't just sit there and time sidekicks the whole yeah. time, <laughs> you know, like I don't think he's going to take mm-hmm. the stain, the length of wonder boy. I don't yeah. think he's going to like be like, I'm going to fight him at range.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like um but we've also seen Wonder Boy do really well against strong grapplers and wrestlers and stuff yes. like that I mean yeah. really well i mean i I know you know uh with the woodley loss is an ex- exception, but so i it's it's definitely like a coin toss for me. only reason I kind of side with uh, i i just feel like uh, um I feel like Wonder Boy just has a better i don't know how to even phrase this correctly. He's just got the, the his mindset in preparing for battle just seems to be more uh, along the sense of a, a traditional martial artist you know getting ready for for a fight and his you know he's second generation martial artist with his dad and stuff like that. I just feel like all that stuff is gonna help him out in the long run so um we'll definitely sleep.
1: that he, he weathers some storms sometimes because of that too I mean mm-hmm. like if you've been in there for a while, you know. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta take it. If you there's really nothing you can do, you better be thinking about your plan. Like you better mm-hmm. be thinking about what else you can do. And that's just a, a martial arts spirit. Like that's just yeah. if I can see it, I just for some reason I think he if he hadn't brought Raymond Daniels in, I wouldn't think that he was smarter. He hasn't been the smartest fighter. Burns has not ever not always been the smartest fighter. Mm-hmm. Um so to see him bring in somebody like that was to me it look like he was stepping it up you know
0: yeah yeah no definitely um uh i i I just think that um i i I think if nothing doesn't happen for burns in the first round i think a wonder boy can take it like matt said a unanimous decision probably but um and then here we are at the main event
2: (laughs) dustin poirier conor
0: mcgregor trilogy fight uh both men
2: hold knockout wins over the other Poirier, the most recent one. McGregor's uh, at UFC 178. Um
1: it's a little while. So
2: it's been a it's while. Been a little, it. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shamir, why don't you uh, why don't you kick this one off? Let us know what you think.
1: I, I of course, when McGregor came on um, the scene, even before there was like a bunch of fans, um, it it went pretty fast for him because of who he is as a person. So he was able to make a lot more fans and a lot more wave about himself very early on in the OC, I feel like. But even before that happened, I was like, oh, this guy moves different. Oh, this guy's kind of different. You're like, you know, when you were watching him, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of different, to me at least. So mm-hmm. I would like to see that Conor McGregor. It seems like he's taking training seriously again. It seems like he is – doing all of the things necessary to succeed. Um, I want Dustin Poirier to win. I just like him as a person. I think he has always, he's always tried to like learn from any like things that he's said or done. Like, I feel like he's always really honest in his interviews. Um, just him as a person, I think would, would be my gym homie. Would be somebody that hung out, you know, like, I feel like he would, he is a martial artist. I feel like there's a lot of things about him personally. And I think he, after I think he just has Connor's number. I could be wrong. Connor. I mean, Connor can knock him out, but I think Dustin, hmm. I think, I think Dustin takes it maybe second round, third round.
2: I tend to go agree. Um, I, uh, you know, I McGregor is a great UFC legend at this point, but I've always felt like, you know, I don't want to say being a front runner, but some of the things fell his way. He was obviously given a path that allowed him to be put in situations to to be successful and and he took advantage of it. Whereas Poirier kind of had these moments early in his career where he, he had his down moments. And I feel like he really did all the right stuff to, uh, to become a better mixed martial artist, become a better fighter, become a better person, become a better become a better representative of the sport where yeah. McGregor, McGregor now, if we count the, uh, the, the Mayweather loss that he's lost three out of his four combat fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he, it's kind of put up or shut up for Conor McGregor at this point. Um, he does get a little bit of extra rope because he's the Irish guy. He's got a fan base that's built in on being a countryman, as opposed to the the fairweather fan that, you know, all of a sudden is anti the the last fighter to lose a fight. You know, he's got a built in fan base. So he's always going to have that there. I just feel like it's put up for, or shut up every time we hear he's in the gym and everything's going good. He kind of puts out and lays an egg or he doesn't, you know, it's kind of like when you don't expect it. Like I didn't expect a 13 second Aldo knockout. I didn't expect him to do what he did to Eddie Alvarez. It's like, to me, it's like, got to come out of it. So I think we're either going to see the best Conor McGregor we've ever seen, or we're going to see the end of his career.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't think it'll ever be the end of his career. I think uh, he'll be one of those people who fight for money forever, just because he can continue doing so, you know?
2: But the end of
1: his uh, uh, top
2: shelf being the... Being a UFC champion, I don't think if he loses this fight, I don't think he works his way back up the the killers row that has become light lightweight or welterweight if he decides to try that. I don't. See, I don't think he ever because if he loses this, and realistically, he's got to drop into the eight, 9, 10 range. I would think they probably won't, but he'd have to he'd be he three, or four fights away hmm. from a, a title shot. And I don't, I don't know if he has the drive in him at this to get point those three or four again, and that's yeah. what we're going to find out with Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. this is his last shot. Mm-hmm. If Wonder Boy doesn't, his next loss is basically the end of his dream of being a UFC champ. So,
1: because we'll he's going to fight three or four more fights to get back up,
2: and he's on his third one now or his second one now of, of good competition since the loss. So he's really this fight will get Wonder Boy. Uh, I just got I got to see what happens with McGregor. I think those kicks. I don't think you learn how to defend those kicks that ate him up uh, in a matter of what was that fight last September maybe somewhere, give or take. Mm-hmm. I mean we're really it's it's a it's a um the Poirier yeah, a fight? The last Poirier fight with January. McGregor. It was in January. Okay, so it was even uh sooner than so, Oh yeah. Yeah the, it was it was January. Was, yeah, because I think Poirier fought September maybe against Khabib about off of um but uh or right around then. But anyways I, I gotta see McGregor step up um and and make his move on this. Uh but I'm going to go with Poirier by – I don't know if he does it as quick because I think McGregor will be a more gun-shy and won't make himself as available to be hit. But I think Poirier uh, in the championship rounds uh, is able to 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 finish off McGregor and, and might even submit him. Uh, we've seen Connor once he kind of goes down to the mat, he doesn't uh, – Against great fight against yeah guess great fighters he's quit uh, recently mm-hmm. uh, but That's a, uh,
1: you can't but, pretend you didn't do that <laughs> no no no, no. you know yeah, what I mean no. like I don't care who you are yeah, yeah the, the Diaz one world. the one I you hold know? against
2: him the Khabib one I, I Habib might just be the greatest fighter who's ever walked this planet so yeah. maybe maybe he, maybe he just is not the same he's a better man than McGregor I, and beats the hell out of him every time they fight but yeah I, but right.
1: I can <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh, hard, it's hard for me to forget it. For yeah sure.
2: no, i got you ed why don't you uh finish us off with this final pick here and let us know uh thank you who you got
1: so
0: <laughs> so um i uh it's hard for me to, to um, well it's not hard because uh i was look, looking into this fight on sunday when i did the sunday submission for mmanews.com um this fight in particular you know before the last Poirier fight mcgregor had a pretty good track record with his rematches. You know, When he fought Diaz, lost, and then he got the immediate rematch and he won. So it was kind of like almost, uh, not really a pattern, but I, I was looking for something there to, to to see what's the change in attitude. He seems more confident. We're seeing evil McGregor now versus the, the nice guy McGregor that we saw that fight week. Well, I mean, it's still the beginning of fight week, so we don't know. We won't know until, which McGregor we're getting until Thursday, I guess, because there's no talk about donating to whatever – you know it it seems to be a lot of shade thrown mostly from mcgregor which leads me to believe that maybe you know he's not as confident as uh he's doing this to work himself into uh into a confident roar against a man that 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 beat him pretty pretty damn you know clearly it, it in the sounds last sounds a
1: lot like false bravado <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> exactly exactly it
1: really does
0: so if that's what he's got to do to to get his mind right i mean maybe that maybe everybody's like, different yeah yeah, and maybe like Matt said, this is this is this is it, it. He probably knows it's do or die for him too, as far as his marketability or or his uh, his um you know uh, golden child status or whatever you want to call it goes. But that being said, I mean, I just I, I it's hard for me. The thing about McGregor, while he was off making, you know, he did help grow the sport and make a lot of money and stuff doing other things and the liquor business and boxing. But well, while he was doing all that, Dustin Poirier was getting better, and that's why he won last time. And uh, I don't think he stopped doing that. And uh, Poirier seems to even recognize his own fault from their last fight because that first round McGregor did land a few on him that gave him some trouble. And he, I, I saw his last interview with Brett Okamoto, and he said, "If I get past the first round, then it's over for McGregor because he seems to recognize McGregor's strongest round will be his first will be the first round." And um, you know. McGregor's got 100% lost by submission. Let's not forget that Dustin Poirier has a, a very, very tight guillotine. So if if McGregor does a panic shot, you know, off of uh off of any you know calf kicks or anything like that, I
1: would love to see him guillotine him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love to see that. That that's there
0: waiting for him. So I think uh, I think we're all on the same page with this one. I'm I'm picking Poirier to win uh, decisively, not not by decision. I just see him either get in the sub or the knockout. Um, I'd be surprised if McGregor wins, though. But um, same. Yeah. So that's that's that. I mean, we're we're already at the hour point. So, um, Shamir, I'm gonna drop your your link tree in the description of the video. Thank you. But um, if you have anything you want to shout out before Matt takes us out, by all means, uh, go right ahead.
1: Guys, just thanks for having me. I love doing it. Uh, it's a, it's really fun for me. So I appreciate being here and uh, just spreading the word about Marvel and telling people if they want to get healthy, they can come and. Find us on the Internet and uh, no pushy salesman, no weird stuff, just conversations about being healthier. Um, come follow me if you'd like to know more about it or anything else, <laughs> like crazy dogs, whatever, you know. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Awesome. Thanks for having us. or <laughs> right. joining
2: us. I've got these dogs going crazy. <laughs>
1: um. At least they waited until
2: the end. At least they waited until the end. Oh, fans can check out the show uh, at www.allaccessmma.com for our video podcast. Check us yeah, out you don't at want to
1: Twitter. See the video Twitter.
2: These dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fans can check us out at Twitter at Combat Hour, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins at MMA Hawk Twenty One on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Edit Carb Carbazol on Twitter, Carbiersol on Instagram, and Oldhead Carb on Twitch. Shamir, thanks. Again, for joining us, thank and thank uh, you so much, guys. A fun conversation, <laughs> and uh, yeah. wait that's for your good. dog to bounce off the wall again.
0: That, that's getting shared by the way. I'm gonna share that. That's hilarious,
1: oh, it's, it's about to happen again. All right, <laughs>
2: have oh, a guys. good night.
1: <laughs> you too.
0: hey guys ed here east coast side of the coast to coast combat hour podcast if you like what we're doing make sure you subscribe on youtube and anywhere you listen to podcasts also if you'd like to help us out and donate uh, the support links are in any of the uh podcast descriptions and in some of the links are also provided on our youtube channel the Blogboard jungle um thanks again for listening and if you give us some support we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe uh bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.